0: Hey, this is Kiran Agrar from the Sparkling Entrepreneur Show, and today we have Hector Veldas with us. Hector has got over seven years of experience in Miami real estate. He is a home marketing specialist, a powerful negotiator, best of Zillow agent, and someone on your side who understands the entire process from marketing, strategizing, and negotiating for the top dollar. With that said, let's welcome our today's guest, Hector Weldaz. Hector, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Hector, please tell us a little bit about yourself, something interesting about yourself that most people don't know.
1: Sure, absolutely. So my family is very artistic, and um, I pretty much grew up in a very artistic background. My little brother is um, a painter, so he's a visual artist, and I actually grew up dancing. So I went to school for dance, I studied ballet, I studied jazz, modern dance. Uh, It's something that I love, uh, and I did it for, you know, a number of years, so that's not something that most people know.
0: And uh, do you still dance? Like, uh, is dance still in you somewhere? You know, I I don't anymore.
1: Uh, It's been, you know, hard to find time to do it. Um, I'm very active, so I'm working out with a personal trainer, and I I do some movement. Uh, And, you know, every once in a while, I'll maybe go out with my friends and dance, but i in a in a ballet class setting, I haven't done it in a while. No, unfortunately, it's, okay. it's
0: hard. Okay, I hope you find time soon for your interest in dance. Yes. And uh, with that said, let's move on to the next question. Please tell us how did you catch the entrepreneurial bug, Hector?
1: Yeah. So um, before I became a realtor, um, I worked uh, at Armani for many years, I was there for 14 years and I worked in retail and I um, had always taken ownership over any store that I worked in and and treated it as if it was my own store. And we were kind of taught as managers to take responsibility over the store. So I think a lot I learned at that time. Um, Also, my family uh, has always been not to mention artistic, but always business owners. My grandfather owned his own grocery store and cafe and I definitely learned that from a very young age in terms of like having your own business being responsible um, and I kind of learned from all of that. So I would say probably from the experience of um, Having business owners within my family and then also just being at Armani and having uh, a lot of discipline over just taking ownership and really um, you know taking it to the next level like taking responsibility and you know i instill that in real estate today you know if a client texts me at 10 o'clock at night i always try to respond and i try to be as responsive as, as possible and i realize that in order to be an effective entrepreneur sometimes you have to work above and beyond and work at
0: different hours so i'm always open and flexible to that so if i put it in these words you always had entrepreneurship in your dna And uh, working at Armani, got that DNA boosted in some ways. And uh, then the real estate journey started. So Correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And as an entrepreneur, what do you admire the most in other entrepreneurs? What is that one quality? What is that one personality trait that Hector admires the most in an entrepreneur?
1: Yeah, I think uh, being innovative, I think is what I admire the most. I've I've had some mentors over the years and they've been entrepreneurs themselves in real estate. And I think I've always admired um, being able to be as innovative as possible and being different and standing out, which I think makes an effective entrepreneur.
0: So becoming, like being innovative, uh, like doing the traditional stuff is okay, but being innovative is something that differentiates you. And that is what you admire the most in an entrepreneur.
1: Absolutely. And it's definitely something that I've tried to take into my own business. You know, how can I be more cutting edge, more innovative, you know, to continue building my business? Like recently, um, I worked with a company to create um, South Florida Home Search, which is an app that you can find on the app store. Uh, So you can search for real estate in South Florida. Uh, I'm one of the first actually with that company to to actually build an app here in South Florida. Uh, And it's a great app. It works just like Zillow, very, very easy to use. And it's, for me, it's important to continue to innovate and bring uh, the best of the best to my clients.
0: And uh, if I put it in uh, another question, okay. So now the next question is, how did you manage to grow your business? So the question would be, how did you innovatively manage to grow your business Dela?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like I said, I think it's just always um, trying to think of what I'm going to do to bring value to my clients. And obviously one piece of that was the app. The second piece of that is building a really beautiful platform. Um, I use a company by the name of Sierra Interactive, and I was able to build a really beautiful platform, a website where clients can come. They can see a buyer's guide. They can see a seller's guide. They're able to search properties they're able to learn more about me and my team. Uh, And I think that that has been uh, an innovative piece of my business to continue building.
0: Okay, got it, got it. I'll surely check this out after the podcast, but for now, please tell us what are the difficulties? As everybody's dealing with some level of difficulties in their business, what are your difficulties at at this point?
1: Yeah, I think it's um, continuing to be resilient against um, difficulties. So, you know, sometimes it happens in real estate that, you know, a deal may fall through and and it does happen and it has happened to me this year. And for me, it's been critical to stay positive and to stay resilient uh, in the eyes of adversity. So I have continued to stay positive, uh, continued and looked past the challenge um, to continue kind of moving forward Because sometimes what happens with difficulties is you get, you know, you get stuck, you know, and you can't see like past it. So for me, it's important to look past the challenge and continue moving forward.
0: And I think that's something that that really works for me. Got it. Got it. So being resilient uh, was something you were having difficulties with, but you found a way through and you are resilient now after that deal didn't go through.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. So what are your growth plans? What are your growth plans for this year?
1: Sure, so um, I formed a team in August of last year. Uh, There's definitely been some growing pains as I kind of have learned to uh, navigate some of that. Uh, I'm currently in the process of hiring uh, hiring an assistant for the first time ever, uh, which is pretty exciting. Um, I'm working with a virtual assistant company So still in the interview process. So I'm excited about that. Um, I really think that that's going to really help the growth of the team uh, by, you know, being able to handle more, so to speak. Um, I hired a buyer's agent and she's doing very well. Um, And, you know, the goal is really to, um, you know, I, I went really from a solo agent last year to now a small team this year. Um, I have a company that does my marketing. So I have, you know, emails that go out to my database weekly and all those pieces I can't do by myself. So I've had to really, you know, have, I've had to have a growth mindset um, in order to, you know, um, hand off some of the tasks to continue growing the team and to continue growing my business. Um, Last year, um, I sold about 14 million in sales, and which is great, very exciting. It was a good year. And my goal this year is to do 20. Um, you know, I would like to stretch it to 25, but 20 20 is the goal and 25 is kind of the stretch goal. And, uh, you know, I find that sometimes when I, I, I put these goals in place, they sometimes feel a little bit unattainable. And then, you know, sure enough, if I keep my, if I stay positive and look beyond the, uh, the challenges, I, I am able to meet the
0: goals. So it's, it's pretty exciting
1: and I see you know more continued growth in the future
0: so I hope you achieve your all the targets for this year and the coming years.
1: yes definitely on target so far this year yeah good good
0: good so now let's talk about the online things okay since most of the home buying and selling process has started to happen online what are your ways of taking advantage of online marketing how are you taking advantage of this new era
1: yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so I had mentioned before that I have uh, a company CR interactive that actually helps uh, basically they put together my website. Um, I, you know, done. I've worked with the company to do even some more design within the website. So it's as user friendly as possible uh, for those that are searching for a home in South Florida. Um, we do have a lot of migration into Florida as a state. Um, Miami is actually the second fastest growing city behind Austin, which is very significant here in the US. So we have a lot of migration. This year, I've worked with clients from Seattle, I've worked with clients from Canada, from New York, of course, as always, that's a huge feeder market for us, Um, Southern California. And what I do to make sure that I'm getting connected with these very important clients is I work with Sierra to run uh, Google pay-per-click ads and I run ads in all the main and major markets. So I target New York, I target Chicago, Boston, Philadelphia, I target Toronto um, and I also target the West coast of of the U S as well, Los Angeles, San Francisco, and Seattle. And I'm always getting kind of in contact with those clients. Now, that is also a benefit for 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 sellers. So, if I work with a seller, that's also a benefit because those are people that if I have a listing, I'm able to target the listing to those potential buyers in these
0: markets that are outside of our own. Absolutely. So there is this super targeted marketing which is happening through and through to mm-hmm. help help your clients to to sell their dream home, to sell their dream to sell their home or to get their removed. Both ways, Correct. yeah, it, the marketing is on the point. <laughs> yeah, it's important, uh, it really is. And yeah. it's something
1: that I realize is important and it's something that I really focus on. And again, to continue to stay ahead of the curve and continue to innovate.
0: Totally, totally. And uh, now tell us if you had, let's say 10,000 extra on your budget, okay, the where would you like to spend it and why?
1: Interestingly enough, even though I do a lot of marketing online um, and I do a lot of digital, um, digital initiatives to stay on top of my business, if I had $10,000 of additional uh, dollars um, to dedicate to marketing, I would actually probably dedicate it to my past clients and to my sphere. Uh, once I'm able to help a client and, you know, have that contact or people that I know, um, it really creates a much stronger relationship. And I have realized over, um, I would say over the last three years, that that has become so important and a key piece of my business. So, um, you know, like right now, I have like a gifting strategy that I do with my, my clients. So clients that have bought from me, Um, always get a gift from me quarterly and it's, you know, something small, like it's, I work with this great company called client giant and they get sometimes a little, you know, um, one month, it was like a little thing of incense another month, like this month, it was actually a toiletry bag. People love it. It keeps you top of mind. And I would say that if I had that extra $10,000, it would definitely be, um, something to continue building on that piece and staying in touch with that group because that group is really important to me
0: and to my business. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Past clients are very important and you would definitely want to spend that money in gaining more trust and uh, giving back to your past clients. So that's a very, very smart move, I must say. So let's talk about the next thing. Please tell us, about your favorite quotation. What is your favorite quotation? My,
1: my favorite what? I'm sorry.
0: Quote. My favorite
1: goal? Quote. Uh, quotation. Oh, quotation. Okay, okay. Sorry. Uh, yes, my favorite quote. Um, I, I wrote it down because
0: I was thinking about it um, earlier today. Uh, believe it and you can achieve it. Simple as that believe it and then you can totally achieve it for sure yes believing is so very important people don't believe so correct yeah
1: because you know um i really believe in visualizations and you know before things are created in reality they're created in the mind so if i can believe
0: it in my mind i can achieve it okay okay so visualization and any practices that you suggest for visualization like some people say that uh, if you note down your goals for the next day uh late yeah. in the night let's say half an hour before sleeping then your subconscious gets a hit and gives you ideas for achieving those goals next day so what are your like strategies or suggestions for visualization
1: yeah so i have i have a daily routine um usually in the mornings i practice visualization and sometimes that's just closing my eyes and imagining, you know, I'm working with a particular client and I'm closing them or, you know, I'm doing um, showings for a high-end client and seeing them go into contract and what that would feel like. So I was trying to like instill it inside of me. um, And I think about that. I'm working with a high-end client right now. um, And I kind of visualize that I'm working with them and that I'm we're going to closing and we're doing the walkthrough and we're doing the inspection and it kind of like feels like reality to me and I find that that's been really helpful um, and I also try to meditate um, I try to meditate daily to just get like a, a quiet place close my eyes um, sometimes I'll play like a, a guided meditation just to clear my head um, and I find that that's helpful as well
0: okay okay some things to note down and try for sure if that works for you, to my audience. (laughs) And uh, final question. If you ever were to write a book about your life and your journey, Hector, what would you like to name it?
1: So you're going to laugh when I tell you this. Um, I have, um, I had a very tough 2019. And um, it was, I struggled a little bit that year. And it was kind of like, um, I didn't do, I did fairly well. It was my first year being solo. I had worked on a team before and 2019. was the first full year on my own. And I struggled a little bit financially. So in the beginning of 2020, which 2020 was a little bit of a crazy year anyway, I took a rock and I have it here and you you won't be able to see it. And I have it in writing and it's very, very small here. And it basically says, The Amazing Hector. Okay. That was to to show myself that I can do amazing things if I can believe it. And that's what I would call my book, The Amazing Hector.
0: The Amazing Hector. And I like that gesture of writing that down. So it reminds you of something, right? Of all the things that you can be.
1: Yeah. Well, because at the end of the day, you know, It's the amazing current, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's the amazing you Mm -hmm. is the bottom line for me that you, if you believe you're amazing, you are amazing. And even though I struggled in 2019, it was a tough year for me. Um, I knew that I could do it at the beginning of 2020. And I think it was that belief again, you know, believe it, you can achieve it. I really believed in the beginning of 2020, like things were gonna get better. And I knew things were going to improve. And even though 2020 had its own challenges with COVID, I had a great year. And then I had a great year last year too. So I know that, um, I know that if I
0: believe it, I can achieve it. Totally, totally, (laughs) good one, good one. So with that said, please give us your final messages. What are your final messages to the audience, youngsters listening to this podcast?
1: Yeah. So, um, I think that if you're looking to be an entrepreneur, um, again, if you, if you believe that you can do it, you can do it, uh, get a mentor, listen to your mentors, but really create your own business around who you are as a person and be authentic to yourself. Um, I think that I've been able to take bits and pieces from each mentor and have been able to apply it on my, in my own life and in my business. But I think it's been, Um, important for me to individualize that I'm a different person uh, and not everything works for me. Um, And I think that, you know, having a great belief
0: system, uh, a great work ethic and being open to growth, anything is possible. Anything is possible, guys. So do believe in yourself. And that was our today's guest, Hector Welders. Hector, thank you so much for being on the show.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate it. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thank you so much again. I am your host Kiran Agrahar signing off. You guys have a wonderful day. Bye guys.